Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Anchored Podcast. We're so glad <laughs> to have you here for a second time. Uh, we're just going to go with this. Folks yep. are going to laugh uh, in here because we just did this a second ago, but we forgot to hit record. It was my fault. No. But let's blame it on William because he used to be the button pusher. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were just doing, as a matter of fact, when we mm-hmm. realized that the <laughs> podcast wasn't recording. So if you're listening to this, you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, but we just did a really good episode halfway uh, of the intro. I guess we we're just in the intro. Yeah. We didn't record it. So we're doing it again right now. And that's so. such a shame because I thought it was funny. It was. We can try to, you know, recreating that is really hard, but we could try. I mean, so I'm Paul Allen. I'm here as a family pastor at Harps Crossing. We are three dedicated staff members. And our goal is to help you build disciples at home, everywhere you go, all around. And let's see, Jennifer works with our kids, preschool and children and everything else. So how are you doing, Jennifer? Well, <laughs> this kind of just sums up how I feel, really, like this one thing happening. It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's the middle of Dr. Seuss week. Yeah. So that means getting all three kids and myself dressed in some fashion of Dr. Seuss every day this week. I have VBS training this weekend. I don't know. It's just been a busy week, so... And I haven't had lunch, so I'm right. I'm hungry. So yeah. there, I'm I'm doing pretty good though. I mean, all of that considered, it's been a really great week. Yeah, it's been a, a fun week for yeah. me. I'm getting ready for Disciple Now, mm. which is an awesome event for our students. It's come together really well. So maybe we'll share how that goes next time. And then we've mm. got Daniel Noondorfer with his new haircut. What's up? Yeah, we just talked about haircuts, but you know, I feel what? like we did. Yeah, uh, yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> Um, we can't, we have no way of documenting it, no. but, um, we did, we spoke about it. I, you know, you said something we're about, you know, building disciples at home. Can I share a lesson I've learned about haircuts? Yes. Okay. Please do. Okay. It goes along with a rule I have in my life. Okay. Which is like, don't be afraid to ask dumb questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I guess, a a part two of that would be like, uh, be okay with putting your foot down on things. And I'm just telling you, I've had so many bad haircuts <laughs> that it made me so frustrated that I would get prepared to go get a haircut and be, I, I felt like I was going into war or something. Okay. I had an understanding oh. of where I wanted my haircut. And if somebody was going to tell me, no, no, we need to do this instead. I just would like put my foot down. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to get my haircut today. Because I've had so many bad haircuts. Um, but we just talked about it. But um, now I got a great hairstylist, and so I don't. I don't have to. Did you ever gear have to up for get confrontational? Yes, and I didn't always win. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I went to this one place. You know, it was, it was one of those low tier places. And this is this lady. I said, "This is how I want my hair cut." She totally ignored me and just zoom. Just mm. went zoom. I told her, "Don't do this thing," and she said, "Oh no, well we need to do that." And just zoom. Yeah. And just did it. And I just threw my hands up in the air and just, I was like, well, just yeah. finish this haircut. And Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Left her tip. Well, I guess you did leave a tip still, though. Well, yeah, I worked. I worked. Too, I get it. I too would too. To I know. Tip, but I, I don't see how she couldn't see the disappointment yeah. on my face. I literally oh, threw my I, hands up in the air. I don't know how many of the listeners have felt that way. Maybe y'all are just super cool and you always get your haircut done right. Paul cuts his own hair, yeah. so good yeah, on we, him. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that, and then we didn't record it. So I'm wondering if I should just keep that to myself, if that's one of those things that shouldn't go out there publicly. No, yeah. let it like, be proud you yeah. saved that money. Save that money. I mean, over the years, I mm-hmm. mean, you think about it, it's a lot of money to be saved right mm-hmm. there. 
It really mm-hmm. is. Over, you know, 30 plus years of cutting my own hair or more, you know. See, mine now, I just, I go to the same Erica. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She may be listening. She really might. But I just go and she's like, same thing. I'm like, you know it. Same yeah. thing. Exactly the same every time. Well, I get a partial and then six weeks later, I'll get a full and then I'll get a partial. And then otherwise, mm. with the highlights, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I pay yeah. for this blonde. <laughs> we do have a guest. We mentioned Ooh. that. No, did we? On the last... We did on the non-take. But, yeah, so... But we do have a guest. New news, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're really getting into new business now because the intro was really all we, we had yeah. done. So with us today, we have Lakin, um, Lakin Hager, and she, a few summers ago, was the children's intern here. She was actually my first summer intern when I first took this position, and um, she's amazing. And we are very good friends. Her mom is the director of the academy that we have here at church. And I am blessed this year because she is my son's sixth grade teacher. So, Lakin, we are so glad you are here. I'm so glad to be here. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, you've heard a little bit about us and our haircuts. Tell us about you. Like you said, I'm teaching sixth grade here. I tell everybody now I've learned to never say never because I always said I'd never be a teacher and I'd never work with middle school. And here I am teaching sixth grade. Nice. So (laughs) God has taught me a lot of things in that, but I'm enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun. Okay. Very good. Yeah. It's been a fun year. It has been. It's been a lot of learning, but a lot of fun. Good. Well, you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. Real quick, is one of the things you've learned like um, that you actually enjoy middle school age? I do oh, more than Don't I thought. Yourself. No, I, I actually do more than I thought I did. Like, okay, that's great. Such a weird age, but they're yeah. like, you can start to goof around with them a little mm-hmm. bit more yeah. and they mm. get it. Mm. And so their jokes, sometimes I don't really know what's going on in their heads. <laughs> like looking at them, like, I don't really know where that came from, mm. but they never fail to make me laugh every day. Yeah. yeah. Very that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So like it tells how old are you? I am 22. 22. Okay. And so you have graduated college or tell us about that. I graduated from Reinhardt almost a year ago now from Reinhardt University. And I went there to play soccer. Okay. Got a soccer scholarship there. And by the time I finished my undergrad, I had a year left of eligibility. So I ended up getting my master's there too. Oh, wow. Went ahead and knocked that out. And what's your degree in your master's? Uh, My undergrad was sports studies, and then my major was sports administration and leadership. All right, cool. So if you had picked a dream job through all of your education, what would that dream job have been? That changed so many times. Yeah. Uh, I went mm-hmm. into it wanting to just coach. Mm-hmm. That was the plan, like going in. But then I realized, you know, I'm not sure this is for me. And then about my senior year, I really felt like, God pulling me more towards ministry. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like, but I know that's like ultimately where my heart is, is in some type of ministry. And you've had a little experience in that over the past year, two Mm -hmm. years. In a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. whether it be here or right out of graduation, I went to work at a summer camp. It's Mm -hmm. called Hide and Seek Day Camp up in Canton. It is an outdoors camp and they focus a lot on just making sure the kids in the community know love of Christ. And I really enjoyed working there. So I'm really just trying to try a couple different things right now to see kind of where God's leading me. So still not sure again, what it looks like, but none of us are. No. Well, we're, we're <laughs> I mean, really one day at a change. Time. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, I think one of the things that we get excited about when we have someone like you here is you've successfully, you may not feel like it every day, but you've successfully moved into adulthood. All right. Trying to. Trying to. Trying to. You've made it through and you are pursuing Christ and you're, you're like you said, grappling with different calls in your life and ministry and that sort of thing. So we want to kind of backtrack a little bit and talk about what things helped you, where were some struggles when it came to staying connected to Christ? Because that's really what discipleship is all about, is helping the folks around us stay as connected to Christ as possible. So I'll start out. What would you say in your middle school and high school time were the most helpful things for you to stay growing in a relationship with Christ? I know you moved around a lot, so Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, that plays a factor or just things your parents may have done or the church you were at, that sort of stuff. Growing up, like being at church and being in God's word was just like, it's always just been a part of our family. Like that was never like you were in church on Sunday, you were in church on Wednesday. And even we did move around a little bit because of my dad's job. And so even when being in church wasn't possible, we would either watch sermons. My grandpa's a preacher. So we would watch his sermons. We'd listen to devotions. We'd just sit and have Bible studies together. Like that was always just part of it. I was homeschooled. And so Bible was a part of the curriculum. And so that mm-hmm. during middle school and high school, that was probably a big thing that helped build the habits that okay. I still like read my mm-hmm. Bible every day because that was part of school. So that really helped kind of lay that foundation. But also just watching my parents. My mom gets up every morning and has her quiet time. And I had that as an example, or I would hear my dad have his Bible app playing and be reading, or he'd be sitting reading his verses of the day or something like that. So between their example and them always just, it wasn't ever like, oh, you have to do this, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of ingrained in us. So that just, just like a consistency kind yeah. of through your whole mm-hmm. growing up time. Yep. And probably still, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. What about serving? Your mom is definitely a servant and mm-hmm. has very mm-hmm. much a servant's heart. And you as well, you're willing to do really whatever is needed. Your sister's the same. Your mm-hmm. brothers are the same. I don't know if we said you're the oldest of four. Mm-hmm. So did y'all serve together as a family? Did you see mom and dad serve? And like your dad did VBS last year. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, all everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even back at my grandpa's church, before we started moving around, like we all went to the same little church that my grandpa preached at. And so both my parents were very much involved there, whether Sunday school teachers or stuff like act teens and GAs and all that. Both mom and dad were very Mm -hmm. involved in some type of way with that. And so like we would watch them and we'd always be tagging along or they'd teach our Sunday school class or something like that. So we always just kind of tagged along with that when we were little. So it was just, again, it was always just kind of part part of of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just Mm -hmm. part of it. Even Mm -hmm. like things like Upward. Yeah. They would go and coach Upward and we'd be there to play and then we'd be there to hang out with their teams, like that kind of thing. So, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We have different backgrounds growing up. So my parents were divorced. And once I became a Christian, I remember going over to people's houses who had the kind of foundation that you have. I was shocked. I was shocked. I remember going over to Jonathan Shaw. He was one of my friends growing up and going over to the Shaw's and they would eat meals together. (laughs) I was like, what is this? I also lived with my mom and she was working the night shift. So, you know, we'd have a meal together every now and then, stuff like that, eat some Chinese food. So they would eat together. They would pray together in the the new year. They would go for goals together or the Browns. They would go serve on Thanksgiving and uh, do like the whole giving meals to the homeless and stuff like that. 
what I like most about these stories is that they're showing that like this is a reality for some people. For you, it's just it always has been, mm -hmm. but it's neat to see it and get a clear picture of it for other people to see. This is a way you can lead your family. This is doable. And mm -hmm. at least from my perspective, it is amazing. It is amazing. Like I remember one guy was telling me his, uh, his upbringing was the same and how he came to Christ. He didn't feel like it was exciting at all. But to me, it was super awesome. You know, he was like, well, it's not like, you know, like dead drugs and like God saved me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, your testimony yeah. is right. It blows me away. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. um, and I love these families who this is their testimony. This is what their family is like. Yeah. It's been yeah. this way for a while. You've been protected. Yeah. God mm -hmm. kept you from going down those, mm -hmm. those paths. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. You know, as we got to know Daniel on the podcast better, I think it was clear that God, you know, rescued Daniel and mm -hmm. began opening doors and giving him opportunities more and more. And he talked about how he, you know, was a little hesitant to go through those at first because, you know, am I worth worthy? Am I worth it? And then as Jesus poured more and more into you, you're like, yeah, Jesus, he's graced me and I'm going for it. Yeah. And now Daniel's leading others. And so I think, you know, those families you mentioned and others, your family, like, and you're just like kind of like natural leaders. God's going to put you in a place where you're teaching Jennifer's kids now yeah. and, and, you know, <laughs> leading and serving your moms running all over the place. And, mm -hmm. and you know, your siblings are all kind of natural leaders in a sense. So maybe I could morph that into like the oldest sibling question yeah. too. Do you yeah. feel like a lot of responsibility to kind of be a leader and to keep it all at that kind of level? I mean, obviously, Jesus is yeah. helping you and all that good stuff, but I'm sure you've got struggles too and feel weaknesses at times. Yeah, and being the oldest, dad traveled a lot with his job. And so, like, I always felt like I had to be mom's helper and be there to help her and whatever she needed, which was fine because that's helped me be who I am mm -hmm. now. And I want to be the one to take care of people and get everything together and be organized and that kind of thing. Be able to handle those sixth graders. Be able to handle the sixth graders. <laughs> They're a lot. They're a lot. But I love them. Uh, did you ever inflict any kind of swift justice on your younger siblings? <laughs> oh. I feel like that's all right as an older sibling. Yeah, yeah it is. As I get to... Jennifer, you're older sibling. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Until they get bigger than you. Yeah, you get a, get a little smack or something. Yes. I don't know. Then you become the shortest. And, yeah. Yeah. Are you the... Yeah. Uh, now, how tall are you? I mean, 5'8". And, and you're the shortest. I'm the shortest. Yep. Yeah, that's and get ridiculous. those short jokes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my brother, he used to beat me up all the time. Oh my gosh. But then I got some step siblings. I just show them some things. They try to test me a little bit. I'd hurt my brother. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's a life lesson I just taught that kid. That was a kindness. Yeah, I am helping you. Exactly. I don't know. You're developing right. life <laughs> skills. Character. Builds character. character. It does. Character. There it is. Yeah. It does. These are stories. Okay. Other character building things. I'm interested because my kid, obviously now we're talking about is in sixth grade and the older he gets, the more it is that I don't want to force him mm -hmm. to do things. So what were things that maybe your parents did to encourage you, but not force you? I mean, church, you already said you were going to church mm -hmm. and really reading your Bible, they weren't going to force it, but it was part of your curriculum mm -hmm. and you grew that into a habit. So mm -hmm. when you went to school, and now you don't necessarily have to get up on Sunday mornings mm -hmm. and you don't have to read your Bible every morning mm -hmm. or afternoon, whenever. Why'd you still do it? I think it was just a habit and it was something that I knew that I needed to. And 
growing up, like I always heard, you can't really have your parents' faith. Yeah. You can't really live on that. You have to end up making it your own. And so that's what I really learned in college was how to make it my own. Mm. And I had, thankfully, like their examples of them doing their devotions, them staying in the word, even like at Christmas and stuff. They always mm. made sure to do an advent, always yeah. made sure to do this or that. And so I think having their examples, but also building that routine and that habit really helps me. But then I got to school and realized, okay, like I need to make this my own for me and I need to grow. And I just realized how much I needed it. Yeah. It wasn't just a requirement. I need this to survive. Yeah. And even if I couldn't be in church, I'd find some way to, I'd watch live stream from here mm-hmm. or I just listened to a sermon or something like that. And it was just something that I knew I needed. And then it turned into something like, yeah. I want to grow more for me and not just had those habits from it being the curriculum, but it also that mom would encourage me and she'd find something middle school, high school and, hey, you should try this or something like yeah. that. And she'd help me find stuff to read and find stuff that without I'd enjoy forcing without you. forcing. Yes. Or like I'd ask her a question and be, oh, I have a devotion for that. Yeah. Let me show you or something like that. Well, she'd finish something and she'd be like, hey, I really enjoyed this. Why don't yeah. you Why don't you try this or something like that? And I know you well enough to know that it didn't stop there because then you had a roommate or you had a friend on the soccer team. And so that meant that you were now going to lead or drive that person with you to either come back home for a holiday or take them to church on Sunday. I mean, you're shaking your head. I yeah. Mean, I, I know you. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, I wanted to make sure that they knew that that was the biggest thing to me. And I never wanted people to question like that for me. And so that was a big part of me. And uh, people, I feel like by the time I graduated, they knew that. And they knew, hey, if you need some prayer, like they could come to me. Or if, hey, I kind of want to go to church this week. They knew like they could go with me. And I'd always invite people, even if I knew they wouldn't come. Hey, I'm going if you want to. And like eventually, like some people did start coming. Or like if they came home with me, they knew that we were going to church on Sunday morning kind of thing. So, and I, I saw you on the soccer field a couple times and you know, your mama brags about you, but you were a leader. And I think that that is probably part of what made you stand out. Like whether you know that or not, probably if you really had to admit it, which you won't, because I know how humble you are, but that made you stand out on the soccer field, watching you lead other women. I mean, it really, it showed. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you hadn't picked up on it, of course, it's obvious that your parents yeah. discipled you and continue to really, really well um, mm-hmm. by their actions, by their attitude. I know y'all are a close family um, and continue to be, but that just shows you uh, what the action, you know, it's normal. It wasn't unnatural stuff for all of a sudden out of mm-hmm. blue, your mom's telling you, you need to do this or here's a study. It's just probably conversations y'all mm-hmm. normally would have had anyway. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so your mom and dad are just, continually there for you, pointing you and letting you mm. grow. And they always made that an open thing to talk about. Yeah. Any questions we had, we knew we could come to them with, especially that kind of stuff. We had a chance to have a Jesus talk. We were going to have a Jesus talk. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm. So here's some quick facts. Favorite Bible verse. Oof. That has changed several. Like it depends on what I'm going through. Um, teaching sixth grade. Teaching sixth grade. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's see. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is always a favorite. Mm-hmm. Proverbs three five and six. I've had to learn yeah. to lean on that one. Yeah. Philippians four six and seven. Okay. Those are those are some top ones. 
Favorite yeah. TV show? Mm. The Office. <laughs> the <laughs> Office. <laughs> or Friends, but yeah. The yeah. Office. Okay. Favorite sibling? I'm just <laughs> kidding. Don't answer, don't answer it. Don't answer None of None of y'all. I love you all equally. She yeah. said it, guys. We just edited that yeah. part out. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> But I agree. Totally. Uh, I agree. That one's my favorite. Love them in different ways. As we've gotten older, like our relationships have changed so much. Oh, I'm sure. So much. Yeah. But yeah. That's fun. What else? Mm. I was just vamp on that. I mean, it's just neat to see as you become older, how your parents become your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And same with your siblings. You were just brother, sister, brother, Mm -hmm. brother, whatever, sister, sister. But as they get older, they become your best friends Mm -hmm. and your champions and you you know it's neat it's neat mm-hmm. how it all changes so that's fun it is i want to know the favorite movie i mean you skipped oh it. yeah i don't know i really have to think about it, it depends on my how mood any good movie any good movie that you depends like. on my mood pitch perfect trilogy is always yes. a go-to that's that a is one. like a good yes. comfort yeah movie series for me yeah. yeah y'all did a lot of covid movie watching yes we did avengers yeah i think we watched from beginning to end all the Marvel with mm-hmm. everything in between. Yeah. Did you watch the mini series? Mm-hmm. Well? We threw in like the Agents of Shield and all that. Everything yeah. in there. Yep. Oh wow! What was your favorite of the mini series? Goodness, I liked them all so much. I liked WandaVision. So yeah. I loved much. WandaVision. I thought it was genius. Was super genius. I feel like man. everybody they down. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved, it. loved it. I loved it. And Loki was good too. Tim didn't like Loki, but I enjoyed. Yeah, Loki. me and Jaden liked it a lot. Loki was Loki. good. I yeah. need to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. And then the latest, the Hawkeye one, I really liked. That too. was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Mm-hmm. They were family. also good. They were. Yeah, yeah family. Yeah. Holiday season. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, if you could have any superpower, what mm. would it be? Superpower. Probably fly. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Have we talked about this before? Dana, mm-hmm. what's yours? Um, Fly is pretty good. You mean mm-hmm. looking super fly? Like no. dope fashion sense? Is that what you meant? No. No. Um, Best no. haircut ever. You meant flight. Oh, flight. Like, oh yeah. Okay. With, like, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I like Spider-Man. How about that? Give me some of those web slingy things. No. How about just make me a genius where I can make my own web slingers and then I'd have super strength and then I could swing around because I could grip the string. I like Spider-Man. Sorry, guys. That was a great answer. That last Spider-Man good movie job, was Daniel. really good, too. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> it was so good. I still have to see it. Oh, you have to see it. I have to see it. Yeah. yeah. What's yours? I don't... It changes probably mm. to read mine. So. Mine, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. But that can be so dangerous. I'm about to say I, I don't know. That would stress me out. I would just stay home. Yeah. But it'd be... Say... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> would never leave the house. No. Yeah. Right. Man, killer stuff. I love it. What? Anything else? Last thoughts? Things you want to know from us? Y'all. You got to listen to other episodes. You can't really ask us now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I've got a question for you. What was nope. the toughest thing about being away from home? I think it was because we were all so close and always together all the time doing stuff. And being on my own was a huge adjustment. Mm. I remember yeah. your last year. Mm-hmm. It was hard. I was just thinking about hard. your brother who's about to go off to boot camp. I don't want to think about that one. I know. <laughs> I don't want to think about He's going to be away for a little bit, you know, but I know he's ready for the adventure. Yeah. I uh, think he, out of the four of you, I think he is the one who is going to be good. (laughs) Not that the rest of you aren't, but I think that he is just, this is what he's made for. Oh, yeah. 100%. He said this since he was like six. So I know he's going to be He's going to be home sick, though. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know personally (laughs) what all is going to come at him. Miss mom's cooking. 
Mm. Does, she cook? Big... Does she cook every yes. night? Best. Like not you... every night. Not every night. Okay. Did, did y'all all have cook? those kind of responsibilities? <laughs> Sorry, all these questions now. I know. Came up <laughs> when you said that. Logistics. We normally cook for like a couple nights of the week and then leftovers. Yeah. But yeah, she can cook now. Oh, I know she can. Mm-hmm. I just mean. I mean well, and she taught us all like. Yeah, there we go. Cat's the baker. Tyler has now become a chef. Like that kid Ooh. can cook. Tyler's the wow. youngest. Tyler, yep. And then Z. He eats really he, well. Yeah. I'm about to say, he just eats what was good. That was her best uh, dish, you think? Specialty dessert. One. Did she have like a specialty? Uh, her cheesecake. Okay. Her, her cheesecake. Heather, if you're listening, yep. I don't think you've ever brought that cheesecake to work with you. We're going to so bring it up. Side often. note. Yep. We enjoy cheesecake. Yeah, and just remember that you owed me one also. Um, I'm just kidding. I just want, I just want <laughs> I to get ready. in on the yeah, action. When? When did she owe you one? <laughs> just make as many cheesecakes as yeah. our staff. And she used to, <laughs> like, people ask her, like, buy, buy them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we'll have to get awesome. a cheesecake in here. Yes, yeah. for sure. I'm a fan of that. Heather Haker. All right, friends. You got anything else? Not that I can think of. See, we weren't too scary, were we? No, no yeah. we weren't too scary. All right. Well, good. <laughs> Thank you. All yeah. right. We really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Love you, friend. Love you. All right, guys. Well, that is it for Anchored Podcast this week. Until next time, stay anchored. Deep Forecast Productions.